and welcome to Great News. This is our 4,557th episode. You got it. You know how people do that, Mike? It drives me crazy because... I know. What have we done, 51? Maybe. No, Maybe no, 51. we've done 60-something. All right. Until 4,060-something. doesn't matter. Listen, this is a podcast about uh, all positive stories that help, you know, restore your faith in humanity. People are good. People are doing good things. They do not get covered. So that's, that's what we true. do on this podcast. It doesn't seem to drive ratings or engagement as much, but uh, it needs to be pointed out that the overwhelming majority of people and the overwhelming majority of interactions you have with people are actually pretty ha- happy and positive. Uh, but you, the, the the negative stuff sticks in your head, like uh, like tweets. I get I get mostly yes. very positive things said to me, but it's the ones where it's like, hey, I hope you die. That, that sticks with you. You know. Listen, I'm sorry. I was having a bad night <laughs> and I didn't mean it. All right. Listen, you can uh, um, subscribe to this if you like the podcast and perhaps tell your friends about it. And also click the little reminder that will let you know when we post a new episode, which is every Monday and Thursday. Mike has an intro for us. Intro! The show's about to begin, bro. So say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues Cause Kevin and Mike just gave you all the great news Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. I felt that one. I felt like Thank you me. meant that one. I, I, my, I gave it my own. My uh, first story is about a, a teen that works at McDonald's. All right. And um, she was working the drive through window. She does all kinds of different jobs for this McDonald's, but she was working the drive through window and she handed somebody some chicken McNuggets which let's be honest is the best food on earth. So it's, it's, it's so good. Right. It's, and it shouldn't be by all accounts, but I love it. If so you she, knew what was in it, you probably wouldn't think it's that good, but it's so good. But I don't want to know what's in it because I, I like it. And it's so good. So this woman hands the chicken nuggets to a customer and listen to what happened after that. Watch this video. I noticed that she was coughing profusely. I could tell like, oh crap, she's choking. Then the fast food worker thought fast. I jumped out the window of the drive-thru and I got her out of the car, told her daughter to call 911. She called in a bystander to help and together they successfully performed the Heimlich maneuver. It's training Sydney had four years ago, but one she was able to expertly recall. She remembered all of the training. I was telling her she has a gift because she's autistic and. She like can remember anything, do anything. It's crazy. Impressing her parents. We're really proud of her. And the local police. We could use more of her in this world. Who rewarded her for a good deed done. They gave me a hundred dollars. It's insane. But better than the monetary reward is what Sydney learned about herself. Feel as though like, I'm actually capable of like, contributing to society and actually like capable of making a difference. How crazy is that? She don't, have you seen those McDonald's windows? Does a person even fit through that window? Not, not, not us, but no. Yeah. But she jumped out the window and performed the Heimlich on a person who was so excited about the chicken nuggets that they started eating them while they were still paying her. That, okay, let this the, the the person that was choking let her or him let them 
sit for a while, right? Ruminate on what went on. But then someone <laughs> needs to have a talk with them and be like, honey, what's going on? You Listen. had to have the nuggets that what before you even got your change, you're just blah, 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 blah. And imagine how great it would have been if she wasn't choking, if there was just something going on with her yeah. and the girl <laughs> dives out the I have lung cancer, you bitch. <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> and just starts choking her. <laughs> no, but she saved her life. And that's, that's amazing. An, that is that's amazing. an amazing and, um, story. What a sweet girl, too. Like the, the, the idea that, uh, you know, she came at that age. You, she, mm-hmm. A, remembered. See, because I had to take CPR a bunch of times for a couple of different reasons. I same some stuff that went in my go whatever circumstances there. Like you need to get past the CPR, and I've done it like three or four times. I can't remember anything. Um, the fact that she yeah. did, and then also that her impulse was to just dive out the window. I mean, what a yeah. what a really sweet noble little girl. She had to take um, CPR for a babysitting when she was eleven. So now she's 15 and she remembers every single step of it and dives out the window and does it and saves nothing. This There's life. nothing I remember from 11 to 15. By the time Same. I got to 15, things that I studied at 14, gone. Right. Agreed. She remembered it all. And the parents said that she had autism and I couldn't tell from the video, but she apparently has that kind of memory, which was amazing in this particular case because she saved a woman's life who couldn't wait to eat her chicken nuggets until she got her change. I, I hope that girl uh, understands. I'm sure her, I, I'm not trying to minimize her struggles with her uh, autism, but I hope she recognizes that um, I could, I never would have been able to tell. She was very socially engaging and I thought she was mm-hmm. quite uh, composed, you know, dealing with the cameras and stuff. And wouldn't the first thing you think be, I need to r- run out from behind the counter and, help this person in the car. He wouldn't just dive through the window. No, that's That's John Wick stuff. I mean, that's, that's gangster. Yeah. That's so awesome. (laughs) That's a gangster McDonald's employee. (laughs) The most (laughs) Kevin, I'm going to keep the theme alive of noble, important women. So really people that are the opposite of us. Yes. In every way. Okay. In every way. This is a noble woman who contributes to the world in such a great way. Kevin, I just want to let you know that Yannette Garcia wants to remind us <laughs> that it's Christmas time. Hit it. Wrapping around the Christmas tree, have a happy holiday. Everyone dancing merrily. Wrapping around the Christmas tree, have a happy holiday. I'm glad that you put your hand up to your mouth because I couldn't tell if your uh, video was frozen. Uh huh. Like that. Yeah. This is a um, <clears throat> a weather girl in uh, Mexico, and um, Yannick Garcia is Mike's love. She says, "I just she's so giving, you know, and that's what I." Appreciate. A lot of people are just take, 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 and she yeah. says, "No, I want to help you, Mike." She knows that she's enriching so many people's souls correct yes with what she gives back to society so thank you mm-hmm. Yannette. <laughs> we salute you yes <laughs> all right the next video is a little bit longer than usual but it's totally worth it because this woman um 
uh, Shirley Raines is an amazing person. And when you hear what she went through as a child and when you hear what she does as an adult, you'll think this is a person that is so much better than me and totally worth it. Check out her story. Let me see, homie, what we working with here? I'm married to the streets. Here's the eyelashes, and we're gonna bring the wigs. I married them. Here's your straight wig. You want a wig, Charlie? I love it. Okay, baby, love you too. That's for better or for worse. I asked right. him to move so we could put the table there. If he didn't want to move, he wouldn't have moved. So why are you involved in it? Jeez. is a 55 block radius in the heart of Los Angeles, California. Cigarette! Cigarette! We call it an unseen community. It's a community of broken people. Be safe, okay? That's probably why I connected so well with them. How you doing? We ain't started yet, girl. Go on and get in that line. My life was very toxic, tragic. I came from a family that had a lot of drug problems. I met my high school sweetheart. We had a baby. My son was an amazing kid. He is amazing in my heart. His name was Demetra Stevens, his stepfather and me. We weren't financially responsible. We were living in and out of hotels, essentially homeless ourselves. So I sent him to my grandmother's house. She was careless with medication, and she left some laying around. And when I went to pick him up, you know, he wasn't acting right. Took him to the hospital. My son passed away on September the 6th. It's the last birthday I had with him. It was very hard. And, you know, the woman who had given me so much in life was also the cause of my greatest loss. And how do you rationalize that as a 20-year-old? You don't. You break inside. I blame myself for not having stability. I should have had a place to live. If only I'd have my own backyard. If only I'd have my stuff together. I felt like life was punishing me. I was pregnant with my oldest daughter and I said, well, I can't kill myself while I'm pregnant. But when I have this baby, it's over, you know? I fell apart. I was very self-sabotaging. I couldn't keep anything together. The world looked at me and thought probably the same thing they think about the homeless when they passing by. Nobody really knew what I'd been through, what I was going through. I think after my son died, I had no control over a lot of things, but I can control how long my eyelashes were. I can control the color of my hair. My Wonder Woman powers right here. And it became my adult game of make-believe. Make-believe you're normal, Shirley. Make-believe you're not falling apart on the inside, Shirley, you know? My sister kept on saying, you have to find a purpose for this pain, Shirley. You're still here. Your son would want you to do this. And then one day someone was like, you want to go to church? I'm like, well, I haven't been there in forever. When I went to church, someone was like, hey, you want to go feed the homeless with us? Then I went to Skid Row. I'm like, oh, this is where all the broken people are? Oh, I've been looking for y'all all my life. I am broken just like them. I know that I've walked around many years. My body was fine, but my spirit was crushed. It was dead. That's makeup? That's hair. The women started saying, oh, we love your hair. We love your makeup. I thought, well, let me just start coming out here on my own, doing the hair, giving them eyelashes and doing makeup. This is pretty right here. Yeah, OK. Their body was still here, but their spirits were dead. I'm like, we got to give the spirit some CPR. Yes, I have a lot of wigs. So I'll save you one, queen. They started calling me the makeup lady. 
I never wanted to leave. I love them because I am them. Good to see y'all. Happy Saturday, King. I dress them as kings and queens because that is who they are. We want to make them feel beautiful. What you want? Hair? Haircut? Hair? Okay. Not all queens live in castles. I've met a lot of queens and kings on the street. I was just on the verge of going into a hospital and saying, you know, I can't take it anymore. I'm done. I give up. And that quick little hello and hug let me know there's hope. And people care. Lay back on my hand. There you go. It is just being seen, being touched, being cared for. You want a face mask? You want me one on me? Yes. All right. It plants a little bit of self-esteem in them so they feel like, okay, maybe no one knows I'm homeless because I have a fresh cut. Maybe I can go do this job because I don't look like I used to look. It's misperceived, Skid Row. I have shoes, I have clothes, dignity, I have pride, motivation. I'm just unfortunate to not be able to afford rent. I come over here and when we're done, after eating, after my haircut, I feel just that much taller, that much better. How about her? God damn it, Kevin. I know. She actually said the words, you're broken? I've been looking for you my whole life. <laughs> How yeah, beautiful it's really, it's, is that? Uh, everything about that story is just beautiful, man. It's amazing. And um, you, you like Skid Row is hard to explain. If mm -hmm. someone hasn't seen it, you, 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 there's no way you could probably possibly like adequately explain what it's like to see you. You can't believe that that exists yes. on earth, but mo most certainly you can't believe that's America. You're like, Ike, this is unreal. And um, for her to really dive into the belly of that and provide a service that clearly really, really, really changes the way people feel about themselves. It's um, everything about that is like a, that's like a home run, Bottom of the ninth game, winning home run. Great news story. Awesome. Awesome. That work. is uh, Shirley Raines. She's a CNN hero and for good reason. Yeah. yeah. And, and also um, her, obviously her, her deep hum humanity, the deep sympathy that she felt, the, the caring, the loving is, is one aspect of that. But her ability to deal with adversity because the loss of a child is there's nothing there. Not there's, Absolutely nothing even in the same ballpark, in the same sport as the pain someone must feel uh, losing a child. And she was able to not only pick the pieces back up and keep going, but to do to then transition into doing such giving things. It's, uh, it's really amazing. And it's something that she was passionate about. She can, you know, you can start doing stuff with whatever your abilities are, whatever you care about. She cared about makeup and about wigs and stuff. So she went down there and said, let me help you with what I can do. She also goes on to then hook up with different um, food groups and help feed the homeless down there as well. They're her, they're her family. Yeah. And um, that I, I don't personally know of that because I've never experienced any type of hardship anywhere close to that. But I do remember John McCain um, discussing when he was alive about how when he was a prisoner of war, that it was very important for he and his other prisoners of war that he was um, he got captured with that they shave and that they 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 have they comb their hair. And it, because it was it's just like the small thing that reminded them that they they do matter. And that even right. though in the in the face of all this hardship, that it was important for them to keep themselves put together because it did keep their spirits up. Ugh, so, I actually feel bad doing this next story after that. 
You should. <laughs> and, I don't even, and I don't even know what it is. It is it is amazing. And it is great news in the sense that it will uplift you. It, it did me, maybe because I'm childish. But there's this girl, Stephanie Mato. She was a she's she is a reality TV slash YouTube star. She was originally on 90 Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. And she has been raking in the dough. And I mean, balling out with her new side hustle, Kevin. Yes. Check this mm-hmm. out. She has been bottling up her farts. Oh, I can't imagine why this story is a, a, a sad one for you to go to after the last one. Well, she's making 70 grand a week and what? $70,000 a week. You, you said a week, though. You meant a year. I mean a week. A month. I mean a week. Uh, LA Public Schools here, so 52 weeks in a year, 70,000. I don't know, but it's 35 it's something. It's it's 3.5 million. Is that, am I let's, right? 3.5 million? Let's not do math. Okay. But it's, it's a, it's a freaking extraordinary amount of money that she is making because she bottles, she farts and then really quickly corks a bottle that she had to her asshole. Yes. And then she sells that. Yes. And she's making 70 grand a week. A week. If anything, I wanted to do this story so that I could tell the story. Where did you have you? I'm sure you've heard this story, but you know about uh, Kimmel destroying Corolla in this kind of similar fashion. Yes, I do. I do know Kimmel it quite well. Kimmel had a coffee uh, tin, okay, and it was like really good, exquisite uh, Kona coffee, right? And he rips a humongous fart into it and then puts the cap on. And then Corolla comes in, and uh, like everyone in radio, Adam and Jimmy are coffee addicts. We all just like it, it's it's something that becomes a part of the business. Everyone loves coffee, right? Um, and and Jimmy goes, Adam, <laughs> this is uh, this is like f- straight from Hawaii, the top of the line Kona. You gotta smell this. You gotta smell this Kona coffee. It's amazing, best beans in the world. And Adam's, you know complaining about something he comes over and jimmy opens it and adam's face was like uh like um like a like one of those detectives on uh, law and order that comes into to find the cadaver at the forensic scene he's ah right oh i'm gonna up. that's the best oh, yeah I, I don't know why that makes me so happy that's that's uplifting to the spirits jimmy Sorry. kimmel is dead inside not mentally or emotionally but physically yeah he I, I've never met like most people who get such joy out of pranking and not even pranking, like not jacket, like the, the 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 level that Kimmel goes to to prank people and to wreck people. I can't understand how he's also simultaneously like such a nice guy. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how the two. Except to Adam. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. And by the way, Jimmy makes nothing from that. Nothing except for pu- pure joy. No, pure. Hey, he makes a lot. He, he feels happy. You know, it's, it enriches his life. All right. My next story is about a dog named Henry. Henry. And, and Henry is a beautiful dog. And 
helped save his human sister's life by being incredibly persistent. Watch this story about Henry. Meet Henry, an eight-year-old Boston Terrier who's being hailed as a real hero this morning after saving the life of his nine-month-old human sister. Henry. Wow. Did you go in the baby's room? Did you open her door? It all started when Henry began acting a little strange, repeatedly barging into the nursery and waking the baby. That night he was headbutting the door open and going into her room and standing there. And every time I shooed him, away, um, he would go back in as soon as my back was turned. While Kelly and Jeff Dowling knew their daughter had a cold, it was Henry who sensed that things were getting worse. She wasn't clearing her airway. She was she started to turn blue and go rigid. And she just really couldn't she couldn't get air, couldn't get any oxygen. The couple rushed their baby girl to the hospital where doctors were able to clear out her airways and send her back home later that night. The Dowlings deciding Henry deserves two rounds of Christmas presents this year. Definitely spoiling the dog a little bit more. So he uh, he's allowed to sleep in bed with me last night, and uh, he's got he's got a stake in his future. Never done anything quite so heroic before. Enjoy that steak, Henry. Kelly Dowling shared the story on Twitter, writing, "I don't know what would have happened if he hadn't woken her. We don't deserve dogs." Amen to that. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yep. I don't know what would have happened. Uh, no, they know. Of course they know. Yeah, but I'm you pretty don't sure we all that. know. You don't want to say that as, as a parent, but I love the beginning of that video where Henry was like, what do you want from me? Hiding behind the table like I didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. All this yep. attention can't be good. I, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, I let him sleep in the bed with me. He saved your kid's life. <laughs> you should make a fucking kibble bed. Especially for him, and no. then just make it rain ribeye all fucking day. Just like, no, ah, he, sh he should. He should. Lying there like Caligula, just vomiting on itself from all the fucking <laughs> top grade A meat that he's eating. He should switch places with him. The guy should sleep in the dog's bed, and the bed should get. Yeah. And the dog should get the bed. They should make him a room. They should make him a dog room. <laughs> just like like five thousand thread count sheets and shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin, I'm going to finish up all right. with an actually really uplifting, beautiful story. Oh, oh, you're going that direction no, this time. I know it's a, I'm, it's not in my, it's not in my wheelhouse, but um, there's a 75 year old man and he's, he's just, he's just like any other respectable, hardworking American. He worked his whole life. He is now retired, but he had always said that uh, the a Rolex, having a Rolex on your wrist is the ultimate sign of success and but he had always said it to his children kind of tongue-in-cheek because he's like it's also so gaudy and so kind of silly how much do those uh, cost to, to to spend money on something that doesn't necessarily serve you any any how much do those cost right well it varies greatly but like the cheapest real rolex is you know five grand something like that you know a couple grand but you know, uh, many many Rolexes are are commonly fifty, sixty thousand um, dollars. So it's 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 it, it it's silly. Um, but if look, if you have hundreds of millions of dollars, you do you do you. But this guy's like I said, he's just an average Joe, and he but he worked hard his whole life, and he had always kind of jokingly talked about how he would uh, love a Rolex because that was the real sign that you made it in life, and. Um, his children got together and they provided him a little surprise. Check it out.
Looks good. Looks good. No. Donations. <laughs> 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 To see, you could tell, like, Kevin, you know, the guy with the Under Armour shirt and that mustache, yep. the guy's a man's man. You know, to see him break down like that, it's it's really beautiful. And to know that his family got together to provide that to him, I thought that that was, you know, it's not the most overwhelming. It's not like the, the young lady who was doing the great work on Skid Row, but it is, it's sweet to see a guy be touched by something like that. But it's amazing love shown from his family. That oh, well, did absolutely. mean that much to him. And I always, I love that stuff when, um, obviously material goods are nowhere near as important as, as, you know, tangible human interaction. But when you see uh, uh, an athlete or an entertainer or someone who makes it big and they go back and they buy their mom or their dad that that one special thing that they never could have dreamed of affording. Yeah. So I always That's find always that so special. I do too. All right. Subscribe to the podcast if you like it and or uh, perhaps send it to a friend or two and let them know that this exists because um, it's a good way to remind yourself that everyone is not bad. I, I, I'm not saying this uh, purely as advertisement. I mean this sincerely. It, I feel so much better preparing for the show and doing this show. I, I feel better. I, I feel happier. I feel more um, confident that life is really good. And I just hope that, and I and I believe confidently that uh, viewing or listening to the show can do the same thing. Agreed. Here's your outro. <clears throat> outro! You know what I'm talking about, bro! So say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike just gave you all the great news.